back to our podcast, My Sisters TBR. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Stacy, and we're two sisters co-hosting a bookish podcast where we'll be talking about our past, current, and future reads. And doing our best to keep you up to date on the book world. Whatever we find that we find interesting, we will relay. And there are some good ones this month. Mm-hmm. Another exciting month. Okay, so first up, I want to talk about highly anticipated releases. Sure, that sounds good. <laughs> um, let's see. There was not as many this month mm-hmm. as the last months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first up is a historical fiction and mystery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Homecoming by Kate Morton. This was released on April 4th. Page count is 560 pages. When the grandmother who raised her ends up in the hospital after a fall, Jess rushes back from London to Sydney to take care of her. While going through her grandmother's house, Jess discovers a true crime journal following a notorious murderer at a mysterious mansion on Christmas Eve in 1959. Mm -hmm. As any journalist would, Jess begins to look into the mystery and the surprising connections to her family's history. Wow. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I actually just seen that one at Walmart today. What? Yes, yeah, I was okay. gonna get it. Walmart is popping off with uh, the new releases. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not very often that you find good books around here, anyways. At our our Walmart, we don't even have a chapters. So no. Nope. Uh, the next highly anticipated, which I'm really excited for, Ooh. "Happy Place" by Emily Henry. Oh yes, mm-hmm. April 25th. It's a romance. Of course, we're excited for that. Yes, <laughs> 400 pages. And it's about Harriet and Wynne. Wynne? Different name. W-Y-N? Yes. Mm -hmm. Harriet and Wynne have been the perfect couple since they began dating in high school. Except they broke up six months ago and still haven't told anyone. Thus, at their group's annual main vacation, they find themselves faking a relationship. With the cottage for sale, they don't want to ruin everyone's last time there. They've been together for a decade. How hard can it be to fake another week? Hmm. I've talked about this before, how I've, I'm not big on the <laughs> fake dating trope. And it keeps coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> but I just find that like there's the miscommunication is the biggest hurdle in fake dating tropes. <laughs> I've seen a meme. Hold on. I got to get it up. <laughs> uh, miscommunication trope just fills me with rage. Yes. At you. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, especially if they're, like, older. I can understand if it's, like, high school. Yeah, because I, but your whole life is a miscommunication. Yes, but nobody fake dates yeah. in this. Like, I don't understand. Why? We're not icking anybody's kinks. <laughs> Just putting that out there. <laughs> we need to keep saying this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously, at the very end of that sentence, you know that there is going to be problems. It's going to be hard. Something's going to happen. And, yes. Yeah. But Emily Henry... She writes such good, like, rom-coms anyways. Mm-hmm. And, like, her books are just the type that just feel like summertime, I find. Ah. You just want to, like, grab it, go to the beach, <laughs> lie around. And I'm not, like, I mean, I don't like sun. Look at the color <laughs> of the skin. This is not the skin of a killer pillow. <laughs> oh, God. But anyways, yeah. it's going it to be It makes you want to. Yes. Yeah, so that's yeah. a step forward. That is a huge huge thing for me to say that yeah she wrote book lovers right yes i haven't read that yet i have it Mm -hmm. but 
You you should. It's so I good. know. I read like the first couple pages and I loved it. I don't know why I stopped. <laughs> I tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then next would be Before We Were Innocent by Ella Berman. This was also released on April 4th. Another mystery thriller this time. Oh. Page count is 384 pages. Plot. Ten years ago, after a sun-soaked summer, speaking of summer, so nice, (laughs) uh, spent in Greece, best friends Bess and Joni were cleared of having any involvement in their friend Evangeline's death. But that didn't stop the media from ripping apart their teenage lives like vultures. While the girls were never convicted, Joni, ever the opportunist, capitalized on her newfound infamy to become a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Bess, on the other hand, resolved to make her life as small and controlled as possible. Relatable. (laughs) Uh, So she wouldn't risk losing everything all over again. And it almost worked. Dot, dot, dot. Except now, Joni is tangled up in a crime eerily similar to that one fateful night in Greece. And when she asks Bess to come back to LA to support her, Bess has a decision to make. Is it finally time to face up to what happened that night, exposing herself as the young woman she once was and maybe still is? And what happens if she doesn't like what she finds? Oh. So she obviously had some involvement in her best friend's mm-hmm. death. Okay. That's definitely a mystery thriller yeah. there. What do we have next? Oh, okay. We have a fantasy sci-fi. Okay. In the Lives of Puppets by T.J. Clune at April 25th, and it's 432 pages. In a strange little home built into the branches of a grove of trees live three robots. That's so cute already. Okay. Fatherly inventor android Giovanni Lawson, a pleasantly sadistic nurse machine, and a small vacuum desperate for love and attention. Victor Lawson, a human, lives there too. They're a family hidden and safe. The day Vic salvages and repairs an unfamiliar android labeled HAP, he learns of a shared dark past between Hap and Geo, a past spent hunting humans. When Hap unwittingly alerts robots from Geo's former life to their whereabouts, the family is no longer hidden and safe. Geo is captured and taken back to his old laboratory in the city of electric dreams. So together, the rest of Vic's assembled family must journey across an unforgiving and otherworldly country to rescue Geo from decommission or worse, reprogramming. Okay. <sighs> that sounds that so cute. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah. I say cute, but yeah, like, I mean, it sounds good. But <laughs> I was like, oh, the cute little robots. <laughs> they used to hunt humans. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we obviously brought it on ourselves. Yeah, so no, true. True. <laughs> Okay. Those are some good releases. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's all that we have for anticipated book releases. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's also like movie releases, screen adaptations of books. I'm so excited. Uh, One Tree Loves. One Tree. One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. (laughs) A remake. (laughs) One True Loves. That one's been out in theater. Pretty sure. That is out in theater? I'm pretty sure. Let's check on that. You want to bring that up and check on it? <laughs> the rumor mill. Yeah. April 7th. April 7th. I mean, 
<laughs> I pray. <laughs> yeah, so that one was French right now. <laughs> so that one was released April seventh, and then on April twelfth was Beautiful Disaster. You were talking about this yes. a couple months ago. I was. Yep. So that with Zach and Cody. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, which Dylan. One. Dylan. Why did? Okay, that's. Why did what? Why didn't they use his real name? They used Zach's real name on Zach and Cody. Anyway, what? Zach no, and they Cody. didn't. Zach and Cody. Yeah, it's Cole and Dylan. <laughs> How do I know this? <laughs> you don't. Anyways. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so those are mainly the two movies that I have been looking forward to this month. Well, I have some more. Okay. We Were Liars. Oh. Um, by E. Lockhart. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so that is to proceed with on-screen adaptation series. Oh, so it's not even going to be a movie. It's going to be a series. Yep. Is it just a limited series? Do we know that? Or is it no. like a ongoing? Hmm. No. <laughs> but that's Prime Video. Okay. They're snatching up a lot. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Also, it's under the helm of Julie Plex and Karina Adley McKenzie. Julie Plex was a co-creator of Vampire Diaries. No way. Yeah. No way. So that's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> okay. I hope that that comes out, like that vibe. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to like match Vampire Diaries because that was like, <sighs> that's its own, you yeah. know. But that may you also know? mean that they're not going to stick closely to the book. Look at how wildly mm. different Vampire Diaries was, the show versus the book. True. Oh, and E. Lockhart herself, the author, will also be joining in as an executive producer. That's good. I like that. Mm -hmm. So at least then she can make sure that she gets her her vision brought yeah. to life. Yeah. Um, no release date has been announced yet. So we don't know. Hmm. Um, but I'll just give a little book plot for We Were Liars. Um, a beautiful and distinguished family, a private island, a brilliant damaged girl, a passionate political boy. A group of four friends, the liars, whose friendship turns destructive. A revolution, an accident, a secret. Lies upon lies, true love, the truth. Wow. <laughs> Leaves a lot to the imagination. Yeah. <laughs> so vague, but I like it. Yeah. What were you just reading about Harry Potter? Oh, yeah. HBO Max, I think, is now just called Max. I think they're going through a whole oh. rebranding thing. Interesting. But, um, yeah, there's going to be... A Harry Potter TV series. So we have been seeing these. Yes. Well, forever. For yeah. And I refuse to ever believe any yeah. of them because I knew that they were all like fan made. Yeah. And then when you brought that up to me, I was like, no. I had to like Not second true. do like a, a double look because mm -hmm. part of me felt uh, maybe it was uploaded on April Fool's. Oh. But it wasn't. It wasn't. I would have burned down the internet. <laughs> Just take the whole thing out. We don't joke about that. No. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it's legitimately coming to screen. And it's, do you say series? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I, I think it's I think it's time. I know there's a lot of people who feel that there should never be like another Harry Potter. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just it's I just time. want everything Harry Potter. So. Yeah. Um. So. Besides the book world, we have some exciting news for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Our own personal book world. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, we've been working on this year doing a book editing course, and we just completed it and just got our certificates in the, in mail. the mail. So we are Mailed. official. <laughs> we are officially the very inexperienced yeah. book editors. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Ah. So we'll be yeah we'll be doing more with that mm-hmm. throughout the year and uh, hopefully get some gigs. Yeah, I know you're not allowed to talk about it, but you're already kind of doing something. Yeah. Doing something. 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 A little something. Yeah, I feel like once this person publishes her book, mm-hmm. then I can talk about it. Yeah, this it goes well with what we're doing because mm-hmm. we can advertise mm-hmm. the books that we're working on. Yep, which is pretty cool for all accounts. Yeah. And that helped her get her book out. Mm-hmm. And then also another cool thing new for us. We're going over to YouTube. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the fun part. Yay. So um, we're going to try playing with that and uh, see how it goes. So far, yeah. there's been a lot of technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something that we just have to iron out. Yeah, it's fine. So another cool thing, again, related to our lives, <laughs> but still book related. <laughs> we posted a picture on our Instagram like of two weeks ago, I think it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of my Nicholas Sparks collection. And Nicholas Sparks. Okay, <laughs> first off, he liked it. And I thought that was a really big deal. Yeah. I was like losing my Oh, we, yeah, we did. Yeah. But then he took that picture and posted it on his Instagram and tagged us. And Facebook and, and- Twitter. <laughs> But what's really cool about that, that I, like, my brain went to was the fact that he saved that picture <laughs> yes. to his own device and then <laughs> uploaded it. Uh-huh. I didn't think about that. Yeah. We're under so, his screenshots right now. Oh, that is, that's a good feeling. Um, But the first thing that Ian pointed out was he went down through Nicholas Sparks's page. Mm-hmm. We are his, almost his number one liked picture. No way. So on his Instagram, on that post that he posted of the collection, it has 15,000 likes. Mm-hmm. Plus 12,000 on, on Facebook. Holy yes. Crap. Okay, carry on. But every other post that he has is like 500 likes or 1,000 or 2,000. No way. There's a couple that are like up in the 11,000 to 13,000. Mm-hmm. I think there was one that had 22,000. But that's like movie adaptation right. pictures. The very well-known posts. Right. But ours literally got 15,000. What? Yeah. That's insane. And on Facebook, there was 12,000. 12, yeah. And there was, like, so many hundreds of shares on that post. And yeah. people being like, oh, like, goals. Like, wish I had this, yeah. like, collection That's and all so that awesome. stuff. And then there were always the people saying, oh, she's missing this one. Or there's yeah. missing. This. There were a couple that I had to correct. I know. Because- I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen because it's not missing. Yeah, it's right there above this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm only, I'm two books short of his entire collection. Picture that I posted, I had 22 books in my hands. Yeah. That killed my arms. I was going to say, that <laughs> looks so heavy. Oh. It's yeah, amazing, though. So and then, cool. like, the next day, Lucy Score liked, Your like, what I shared on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dad asked after he was like, "Um, I wonder if she listened to your podcast." <laughs> I was <laughs> like, "I hope not." I was really dissing that last <laughs> that last book. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, but like, still love her books. Yeah, but that's so cool. Like, she 
literally hearted reacted to that post that you posted. Have you read By a Thread by Lucy Swore? No, I haven't. Oh, you would like that. And you said that before. Yeah. And I, I do really have been, I've been meaning to read yeah. it. It's on Kindle Unlimited. Okay. I'll add it to my TBR. Um, okay. So we're going to get right into the, uh, the thick of it. What are you reading right now? Oh, um, okay. So I am reading, uh, I think we're both reading the fourth Vicious Lost Boys, the Fae Princes. Uh, we have talked about these novels a lot over the last few episodes, I feel. Yeah. Um, but just in a nutshell, it's a Peter Pan retelling, mm. a dark retelling. This is not for your kids to read. No, not for you to read anywhere in public. <laughs> Because it I is mean, impossible to keep a straight face. Unless you have a really good poker face. I thought I did. <laughs> I don't. Oh, <laughs> These yeah. books are intense. Holy crap. They'll leave you hot and uh, <laughs> hot and ready. Yep. I'll just read out a little bit on it. Okay. Because I don't think it's spoilery mm-hmm. what I'll read. But I thought Peter Pan was a myth and Neverland a fairy tale. A story spun by my mother who had lost her mind a long time ago. But there was no denying the overwhelming shadow cast by Peter Pan when he was standing in my house. Pan took me captive to Neverland and I somehow found my place among him and the Lost Boys. I've never looked back. Now I'm entangled right alongside him in a war we can't seem to escape. We thought we had defeated our enemies. That's all I'll read. That's still only like half the plot that's on Goodreads, but... <laughs> yeah. It's... It's she's spicy. Yeah. Like, she's spicy. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of triggers in this book. So, yeah. Or in all the books. So just yeah. make sure that you look them up. What, uh, are you reading anything else? So I started reading Haunting Adeline. <laughs> oh, speaking of dark romances. Um, messed up. Yeah. How, like, how far into it are you? Um, I looked at it actually last night. I think I'm like 45%. Okay. <laughs> so the reason why I started reading it, like I knew that you were talking about it before and I knew you read it, mm-hmm. but I seen a TikTok and <laughs> it was like the comment on it said, um, where did you put the gun? <laughs> and the the voice was like, where? Where? <laughs> where? <laughs> Oh boy. Um so obviously I got curious then. I was like I feel like my imagination's already going there. Yeah. Um Yep. Check your trigger warnings. <laughs> yep. I told Ian that like because I read that part yeah. while I was out at his place and uh, I went back and he was like, "Yeah, so how was your book?" And I was like, "Um really really good." But he <laughs> he did something <laughs> with the gun <laughs> that yeah. you don't think is gonna happen with the gun (laughs) i just sat in my car i was like hey but also that was like spooky not that part obviously it's not spooky i mean yeah anyway (laughs) um i was parked like there was like a a piece of land that would go out and i was surrounded by like a lake so it was really really windy up there and my license plate i kept like the wind kept hitting my license plate oh. it was making noise right. and i'd be sat there and i'd be like look in my my left mirror my right mirror <laughs> and my my like rear view mirror yeah. and i would have to keep looking and like nobody's creeping up on me no, like there's nothing but i was like getting spooked out 
I was getting spooked out, man. Yeah. Oh my I, god. It's it's been a while since I read it, but I remember feeling the same. Oh, Just give man. me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. Yeah. Um. So this is a dark romance. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> um. Thriller. Uh. Page count is five hundred and fifty-one pages. Just big. Mm-hmm. Big for me. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So then the plot. The manipulator. I can manipulate the emotions of anyone who lets me. I will make you hurt, make you cry, make you laugh, and sigh. But my words don't affect him, especially not when I plead for him to leave. He's always there, watching and waiting, and I can never look away, not when I want him to come closer. Then, the shadow. I didn't mean to fall in love, but now I have, and I can't stay away. I'm mesmerized by her smile, by her eyes, and the way she moves, the way she undresses, dot, dot, dot. I'll keep watching and waiting until I can make her mine. And once she is, I'll never let her go. Not even when she begs me to. Okay. Like, part of it has given me kind of an ick. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, like, obsessed already. It's just, like... Just shut that part up. I know I'm trying to. (laughs) I know. I, I think I only rated it a three, I think, when I read it. So, um, yeah, there's definitely parts that felt kind of a little too icky for me. <sighs> I don't know. Men. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> yes. Okay. You Are you reading anything else? Uh, I, okay. I, it's a, I'm ashamed to say that I'm still reading the third actor. We'll leave it at that. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say about that because I, I've been in a book slump and I haven't. I haven't gotten to the point in this book where you have to keep reading to know what happens. Oh. So it's sort of that, like a bit of a lull. Nothing's like intriguing you to like. Yeah, but on. it's it's not that it's not that I don't want to read it or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just it's been a good part where I can just pause, okay, and read a few other things that mm-hmm. have been sort of you know. Yeah. So I'm not even going to talk about that one. Okay. That's. I feel like we've talked. Yeah. That that series to death, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but it's so good. Um, but I am reading Mind to Bend. Oh, yeah. What's this? Uh, Stolen Obsessions, Book One, by Aurelia Knight. Correct me if my pronunciation is wrong. So the plot: the last thing I expected when I married at twenty-two was to remain a virgin at twenty-four. My husband didn't want me. He married me out of obligation rather than love, and I thought nothing could hurt worse than that. Mm. But my solution, marriage counseling, was only the beginning. The first time I saw Shane, I knew I was boarding an express bus to hell because my husband never made me feel a flicker of that spark, and that was before we shook hands. He doesn't just want me. He wants all of my first, my very soul, and damn it, I think he's going to get them. Okay. It's a standalone dark romance and it's like the, the series is interconnected. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so but you don't it need is to still read. a standalone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, very graphic. So you have to check your trigger warnings again. This one. Hey. Is it like spicy or like just. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. But again, like I only just started that one. So hmm. we'll see how that one goes okay mm-hmm. what's your next one so i actually started never never by colleen hoover and taryn fisher mm-hmm. yeah um, that's our featured read that is our featured read so whoever doesn't follow us on instagram 
that is where we post our feature reads. So make sure you go give us a follow. Mm-hmm. My sister's TBR. No underscores, no spaces. <laughs> We're never allowed to change our Instagram oh, no, handle. Never. Literally yeah. never. So yeah, Never Never by Colleen Hoover and Taryn Fisher. YA Romance. This has gotten very mixed reviews. I've seen a lot of bad reviews. <laughs> and that's why I want to read it. Yeah. Because Colleen Hoover owns my heart. Mm-hmm. But I think the low reviews is just because she's co-writing it with somebody. Yeah. Because I have not read a Colleen Hoover book yet that has been below four stars. Yeah. But see... Um, below three, I'm going to say. Yeah. But see, the reason why it's getting such bad reviews and it feels so weird to read is because they're each writing a chapter. So they're going off of each other. Which is really interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. So, like, that gives it a little bit, like, it's a little easier now going into it, reading it, knowing that each chapter is going back and forth between the two writers. And they have to sort of mesh their writing together. But see, that's really cool, though, because it's different perspectives. Yeah. Like, not just from different authors, but it's actually in the book. It's between Charlie and Silas. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like, when I first went into this book like mm-hmm. i i had the same sort of like man this feels like it's just written it's so weird reading it mm-hmm. but now that i know that it's different between the two of them i just feel a bit better reading it i carry on okay let me <laughs> give the plot before okay. i go too far <laughs> charlie winwood and silas nash have been best friends since they could walk they've been in love since the age of 14 but as of this morning they are complete strangers their first kiss their first fight The moment they fell in love, every memory has vanished. Charlie and Silas must work together to uncover the truth about what happened to them and why. But the more they learn about the couple they used to be, the more they question why they were ever together to begin with. So I never read that before starting this book. Oh, you just went into it blind. I I do that with a lot of books. I I love doing that because I find like that gives away so much. Mm -hmm. I don't, I want to be completely surprised. Yeah. You know? So I started reading it. I actually really enjoy it so far. Mm-hmm. I'm only a couple chapters in. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, they lost their memories. Like, ha- what happened? Like how? Yeah. What, like, what happened? Like, why? Why did they both just pick up on the same memory? Like, that's their last memory that they have. Why are they they're both the same? Yeah. So obviously, <sighs> whatever happened, they were together. Yeah. Ooh. I'm so intrigued. I don't know. But I found it very, very easy to read. Like, I was just, yeah. like, page, page, It page. feels like it's, like, geared towards a younger... Yeah, so it's definitely YA. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's going to be a bit easier to uh, follow along, I think. Yeah, and I think maybe... Maybe that's why I like Colleen Hoover so much. She's just so easy to read. Yeah, you can yeah. just sort of, like, shut your brain off a bit and yeah. just read. Yeah. That's why I like her. I don't know. I don't need to really think hard about what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. You can just literally <laughs> just zone in and go into that world yeah oh i love that some of the reviews as we were saying we've seen a lot of bad reviews on it uh this one says the title is more of a warning than a title never never pick this up that is yeah and it got like 195 likes so there's a lot of people who yeah and then like somebody else said um is this an actual joke Oh my god. Like they are being brutal about this book. Don't do my girl Colleen like this. Right? But there are some four stars, three and a half. Okay. Uh, I just want to know at what point. Like I know I'm only a couple of chapters in. Like what makes it so bad? A lot of people are saying that they didn't really get the ending. 
Okay. So I'm thinking that that that's where it... Yeah, somebody said, I had zero clue what to expect when going into this book. Part one started off a little slow. I wasn't really sure what was going on. I was trying to hypothesize right along with the characters. When the little twist happened at the end of part one, I was super excited to see where the book was going to go. And I guess it just did not meet her expectations. I guess. Okay, I'm intrigued. But see, that's why I was so on board with having this as our featured read. Yeah. Because of it being so all over the place with the ratings. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you take one quick scroll down through the ratings and it's like wildly different. One mm-hmm. star up to five star. And I'm just really curious to see where we fit. Yeah. You know, like what mm-hmm. we're going to rate it. And like, I know I've always been biased over Colleen. Mm-hmm. Giving her all of my five stars. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Curious. Have you read anything by Taryn Fisher? No. No, I haven't either. I honestly don't even think I've heard of her until this book. I know I've heard of her, but I think it might have been because of this book. Okay. Uh, like, age, like you know, when a while first, back. Yeah. 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 But I never really paid attention to it because mm-hmm. I wasn't much of a Colleen Hoover fan at that point. Yeah, fair. Just that I hadn't read any of her books. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just know that the name sounds familiar. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm... I haven't read anything else by her, and maybe I will to get an idea of her writing. Yeah. But I feel like this is me being biased again. I feel like the reason why it has such bad reviews is because Colleen co-wrote it with Taryn. Yeah, I think it's the the whole, like, bouncing back and forth between two writers that gave it its bad ratings. I mean, that makes sense. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be fluid. Yeah. I, I just that. think it's a really neat idea. It is, though. Yeah. Especially with it being dual perspectives. Yeah. In each chapter. Mm-hmm. Right? Between the characters. I feel like Colleen likes to experimentally write. Mm-hmm. Like, look at how she did Too Late. Like, that was done. Yeah. She released it basically chapter by chapter, I think, oh, on, a, like, a website, on, like, a forum. Cool. I don't remember what it was. But, yeah. And then eventually put it all together to make this book right so i feel like she likes to do things differently i like that which is really cool we love colleen our next goal is to have colleen hoover recognize us (laughs) yep just need to get a few more books Uh uh-huh it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. i will not stop until she has finally answered to one of my instagram messages Oh, hey. not to sound stalkerish at all. <laughs> Every Instagram story I put up of me reading a Colleen Hoover book, mm-hmm. I always tag her. Okay, yeah. And I've went into my messages mm-hmm. and it's just, oh, you tagged God. Colleen Hoover. You tagged, it's just scrolling and scrolling. Oh, oh, no. But hey, I messaged Penelope Douglas one day. Uh-huh. And she replied to me. We had a nice little chat. Yep. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Penelope Douglas... You know how I DNF'd Killswitch? Yeah. Like, I full-fledged DNF'd it. Like, I moved it from my pause shelf <laughs> to my DNF shelf. So, like, that was sort of, like, the last nail in the coffin sort of thing. Yeah. Well, Ilsa is after... She flew through that series. Yeah. Yeah. I think she went into this book with the same as yep. I did. Like, really not liking Damon's character. Mm-hmm. But after all is said and done, she thinks that he is redeemed. Mm-hmm. Or at least she kind of likes them now or something along yep. those lines. So now I have to take it off my DNF shelf again and read it. Yeah. I put it on pause for the longest yep. time, too, because I hated Damon. <laughs> we I don't hate. use that word very often. No. 
I very much hated him. Yeah. And said that Kill Switch was her favorite book out of the series. And she loved Damon. So I obviously had to give it a try again. Mm-hmm. I finished it. I think I rated it at three. Okay. I'm pretty sure. It's still nice to read it and have that knowledge and to com- not complete the series because there's still a couple more books after that. But it's mm-hmm. still nice to have Damon's perspective. Yeah, I um, can see that. And to have his story and his backstory and just, you know what I mean? Kind of put things all back together. Current Stacy doesn't want to like him. I know. So I don't want to read it because I don't want him to be redeemed. <laughs> I know he did some bad things, but he has reasons for doing those bad things. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll have that one read by the end of the month, too. Yeah, I think you should. I'm okay with Damon now. Yeah. He's not going to be up in my top like favorite just, men. but when When I was reading that book... I was picturing, like, such sleazy grease ball. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Like, because I just really didn't like Damon. And, like, I don't know. I just, ugh. Suck it up. I will. Yeah. I'll read it. (laughs) I think you should. Uh, Okay. So, the next book that I'm reading is The Fifth Season by N.K. Jemison. Hmm. Mm -hmm. 468 pages. It's a fantasy. I got it at the library. Okay. But then I had to return it before I finished it. <laughs> so I do have to um, buy it now, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just go back and try to check it out again. Yep. This one was highly recommended by Ayla. And I can see why. Okay. So far. Uh, so the book description is, this is the way the world ends. Again, three terrible things happen in a single day. Essen is how I was saying it. I, I might be wrong, but... Okay. Essen, a woman living an ordinary life in a small town, comes home to find that her husband has brutally murdered their son and kidnapped their daughter. Oh, dear. Meanwhile, Mighty Sands, the world-spanning empire whose innovations have been civilization's bedrock for a thousand years, collapses as most of its citizens are murdered to save a madman's vengeance. And worst of all, across the heart of the vast continent known as the Stillness, a great red rift has been torn into the heart of the earth, spewing ash enough to darken the sky for years or centuries. Now Essen must pursue the wreckage of her family through a deadly dying land, without sunlight, clean water, or arable land, and with limited stockpiles of supplies, there will be war all across the stillness, a battle royale of nations not for power or territory, but simply for the basic resources necessary to get through the long dark night. Essen does not care if the world falls apart around her. She'll break it herself if she must to save her daughter. Dang. Yeah, like that gives me like cold shivers. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to buy that. Yeah. You're going to have to finish that. But like a lot of really good reviews on that book mm. saying it's like everything that you could possibly want in a fantasy book. So. Sign me up. Yep. Okay. But yeah, like I said, now I have to buy it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you would have anyway. Yeah. It's one of those that you're going to want exactly a yeah. trophy for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so bad at keeping my attention on one book. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always struggle with library books and having to return them while I'm, like, halfway through or, th- like, I haven't even touched. Like, one of the books that I took, I didn't even touch it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing. When you're a mood reader. Yeah. Especially when you have a time limit and a time frame yeah. on those books. I feel like then. So hard. Yeah. I feel like I don't even want to then. I'm like, yeah. eh. Yeah. Don't force me to read this. Like. <laughs> You're not my mother. Yeah. 
So the other thing that I started reading, Mm -hmm. going back to Haunting Adeline, that is the cat and mouse duet series. So now I'm reading the novella that I should have started out with instead Mm -hmm. of going to Haunting Adeline. It's just recommended. It's not like okay, but I still I love novellas though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love reading them because obviously I like short reads. Yeah. Um, but I love like getting like backstories to things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I know. In Haunting Adeline, like, I'm only about halfway, but they talk about Satan's affair. Mm-hmm. And how the main character, her and her friend, they've went to this before, right? Like, so it's, like, it's yeah. nice to have this It definitely, backstory. yeah. Um, so this is dark romance again, reverse harem, and horror is actually there. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it scary? It is all kinds of effed up. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it is in the, uh. Yeah. Okay. Plot. Every Halloween, Satan's Affair will come to you. We travel the country, offering terrifying haunted houses, thrilling rides, and the tastiest food. And with every passing town, I cleanse this world, one execution at a time. I hide within the walls. Oh, dear. I'm scared already. (laughs) Uh, I hide within the walls, casting my judgment for those that reek of evil singing lullabies to their rotting souls once you've been chosen there's no escaping my henchmen they cater to my every desire you can run and you can hide but it only excites me come take a walk through my dollhouse (laughs) no (laughs) no (laughs) where your screams will blend and your cute little pleas will go unanswered but i can't promise it will be over quickly trigger warning this is a dark read that contains graphic violence, sex, and triggering scenes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I felt physically ill reading this book. <laughs> yeah, you said that. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm not good with haunted houses. Um, I think the last one was at the Boys and Girls Club. I was probably in grade seven. Did you pee your pants? Probably almost. <laughs> like, don't scream in my face. No. Don't touch me. <laughs> Grab my arm. <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> I want my personal bubble and I don't want it to be yeah. broken. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can't wait to get your reaction to Satan's Affair. Dear. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for the end of the month. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, God. Yeah, so I think that pretty well sums up what we had to uh, blabber about. Yeah, blabber. Definitely. That's basically what we do. Yeah, definitely. Um, Again, I will repeat this every single time, but if anybody has any recommendations of what we should mm-hmm. be talking about, whatever will make you more interested, because right now we're just talking about what interests us. Yeah. But we are definitely open to recommendations. Broaden our horizons. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget to like us on Instagram so you can follow along with our posts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Thanks for joining us again. We will chat again in another couple weeks. Yep. See ya. Toodles. Mic drop. <laughs>